Hello, Arirang Radio listeners. I'm K-pop and host Isak, and you're listening to Insider. Today, he's the founder of something our listeners find quite a lot of love for. I've been getting texts and messages and DMs of pictures of you holding these books. He's the creator of Talk to Me in Korean. It is none other than Sonia in the studio. Hi. Hi. 안녕하세요. Nice to meet you. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Good to be back here because the last time I was on a live radio show was like 50,000 years ago. <laughs> and back then I didn't have a mask on my face. Right. And um, it feels weird and exciting at the same time to right. be sitting in this room once again. Once again. Yeah. So you were a weekly guest. I was a weekly guest for... Catch the wave. Okay. Uh, a long time ago. Okay. And I was. I have never been any guest, any sort of guest for Peter's show. Right. So, so. Yeah, there's this, so there's this little thing. So Peter, DJ Peter, approached mm. me this morning, mm. and he's like, "How come Hyunwoo's on your show?" <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what?" And because we have yeah. a Thursday guest who is Hyunwoo. Mm. And I thought he was referring to him, but he, because, you know, Peter's pronunciation is never the uh, best. Yeah. He still calls me like Hyungwoo, Hyungwoo, <laughs> interchangeably. So I, so I thought that he had mispronounced mm. our weekly guest's name, completely forgetting that, you know, uh, you were coming into the studio I today. See, I see. And then I was like, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Our in no, my insider today is the name of Yanu. Are you guys talking about the same person? Mm. And I was like, Opa, are you referring to the founder of Talk to Me in Korean? He's like, yeah, yeah, him. Like very like, mm. oh yeah, him. Uh-huh. So, it's just like, <laughs> okay, now I need to know what this is about. <laughs> so see. where is this rivalry coming from with you and Peter? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been good friends for a really long time. Okay. And I think I was on his show. Uh, through a phone call before, I'm not sure. Okay, like, uh, yeah, my memories are like a little fuzzy, but still very happy to be on this show. Your show is, you know, what matters right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for inviting me once again. Right, Peter. I hope you're listening because we got Hyunwoo on the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's on my show today. All right, so he's our insider. Uh, I told you guys that he is the founder of Talk to Me in Korean. This is a learning platform, but. Not for me to tell it, but I want you to kind of just explain to mm. any of our listeners who might not know like what it is. What do you do for a living? Okay, so um, talk to me in Korean is the name, and uh, you know basically the, the feeling you have when you come to Korea. I think this might have changed over time, but maybe at least twenty years ago. Uh, or 12 years ago when I created the brand, many people were experiencing situations where they think they will learn Korean automatically right. by coming to Korea just right, right, automatically. Right, right, right. But then it turns out people are not used to the idea of talking to non-Koreans in Korean. So many people just talk to them in English. Right. Thinking that, oh, this foreigner must just want to speak English with me. Right. So the notion behind it was like, okay, they will want Korean people to talk to them in Korean when they learn Korean. So right. that was the name behind it. So it's a platform for learning Korean on their own mostly. Okay. So many teachers, thousands, tens of thousands of teachers around the world are using our materials okay. on the, in the side okay. as reference materials. But you can go from knowing nothing about Korean to becoming very fluent and taking the highest level in the topic test. Right. So, so yeah, Mimi, our listener is saying, this is a man who saved my many years here in Korea. Wow. Um, it has, it's helped me so much in my daily life. 
Tiger Blue Eyes, one of our loyal listeners, says one of the first Korean YouTubes I ever subscribed to. <laughs> um, there's just a lot of thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, all of our listeners are saying thank you. Brooke was saying I use some of these books as references to my thesis, so mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, thank you for the rest of my life. I see Siska here too. Oh, you? Yeah. Yeah, I know Siska. Okay. I met her once before, and when I was on a trip to Indonesia, she also sent some desserts to me. Through a friend of hers. Wow! Even when I was in a different city. So thank you for all the support and love. Yeah, so this is kind of the beauty of, I think, Arirang family, mm. especially if you've been a part of the Arirang family for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's super cool. Now, nice. this that makes me want to go overseas so we can do something like that later <laughs> yeah. down the line. Um, so it's a site, right? So there's books, yes, because mm-hmm. we actually have books that you have provided for us that we give out to our listeners. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to sign up, so today, if I wanted to sign up for mm-hmm. Talk to Me in Korean, what would be the first thing that I need to approach? Just go to the website, talktomeinkorean.com, and everything's okay. explained and it's clear to understand. People usually either take the online courses. Okay. And go to the you know go the digital route by using the ebooks mm-hmm. and the courses, or people like to study with books, okay. so they can order the books from our site okay. or other vendors, and the books arrive and they start studying. So right, very straightforward, I think. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we pretty much can get most of it from your site because yes. there was actually a question that came in. So JC says, mm. uh, I received the first book mm-hmm. from K-Popin as a gift, mm-hmm. so I want to. By lesson two. I see. Can we get that from the site? Of course. Okay. Yes. Okay. You can get everything that we have created so far from our the website. Site. Yes. Okay. And it ships worldwide. Exactly. Every okay. Day. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. Now, okay. Uh, to obviously you're teaching Korean, mm-hmm. but to assume that the the listener or the the student, the the learner mm. wants to, knows English, I think would be a really hard approach to that as well. Uh, yeah. So if I'm not a native English speaker mm-hmm. and I want to learn Korean, mm. is there curriculum in other languages where I can kind of jump into or is it mm. just English to Korean based at the moment? At the moment, it's everything is in English or in Korean. For okay. intermediate and above level learners, we have Korean materials that are in Korean. But so far, since we are not native English speakers either, mm-hmm. like none of the teachers are. Okay. So we also speak, well, English fluently, but um, in a, an easy to understand format, I, I would say. So okay, 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 our, okay. our English is not the most sophisticated, most difficult you know, English to Sounds understand. Sounds a lot more sophisticated than mine. <laughs> no, no. So our lessons are very easy to understand, even for, I would say, intermediate English speakers. Okay. So there are actually many, many like French speakers, Spanish speakers, Arabic speakers who are wanting to improve their English, who are taking our lessons because they can catch two birds with one stone. Right. Like they can do a lot of English listening practice and then on the side, or I don't learn. know which, which one is on the side, but learn Korean at the same time. Oh, that that's actually genius. <laughs> that's actually genius. Okay, so through the site, maybe through your YouTube channel, through t- uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you have, have you kind of noticed that there's one country in particular that you seem to have like more... Uh, mm. Interest is there like a particular percentile of uh, individuals that mm. seem to like your product the most? Well, um, the number one country maybe because uh, it's a huge country. It's always been the U.S. 
Because, really? you know, there are more people in the U.S. than, say, in the U.K. So, right, 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 right. So I've never calculated it in proportion to, to you know, the, per the population, capita, right, yeah, right, right, right. Like the per capita, like, index uh-huh. kind of thing. But, yeah, the U.S. has always been number one. And that's not surprising because everything is in English. But the number two country in the traffic, I would say, ranking is always Korea. Did so, you, yeah, did so, you expect that? No, no, I wasn't. I was thinking you're probably going to say like Singapore, Malaysia. Yeah, it's always or... Korea. And it, it, it's actually self-explanatory because there are so many people living in Korea. True. And they feel the need to improve their Korean more than anybody living anywhere else. Right, because it's not necessarily a hobby. It's like my life depends exactly. on it. <laughs> survival. survival. Their survival depends on it. So <laughs> always number one is always the U.S., uh, I don't think any any other country can compete with the U.S. In just because of, of just numbers. Yeah, the numbers. But Korea has always been number two, at least number three. Wow. Yeah. So that's interesting, right? That that's I would have never expected that. <laughs> honestly, I would. Well, I mean, because you, as a foreigner living in Korea, mm. I mean, I still get foreigner struck, oh. kind of like starstruck. I'm just like, wait. <laughs> I'd be like in a random neighborhood, and uh-huh. I'd be like. But because I feel that you see the statistics, you see the numbers mm-hmm. of the amount of, you know, English teachers or foreigners that are currently residing here mm-hmm. in Korea. But then, like, those numbers never really register. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you're outside of Itaewon and Hongdae or Gangnam yeah. and you see more foreigners, it's just kind of like. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, it will only increase the probably. number of people living in Korea from other countries. And I think a lot of people are holding on to their savings to finally come to Korea after the pandemic is over. So we'll see that even increasing further. Yeah, no, I think so. And I'm really excited to see this Mm. kind of happen as well. Mm. You decided to do this about 12 years ago. Mm. Um, But yes, you're saying that, yes, about the second ranking, third ranking is always going to be Korea because Mm. obviously there's foreigners here in Korea that want to know. Mm. But um, I feel that there's other types of learners who approach your social media through dms through comment sections through even messages through maybe even mm. the homepage mm-hmm. of like oh i want to learn korean because ah uh, okay um i'm i'm interested in korean because like do you remember any like reasons why people have come to start your program there are three um alphabet letters uh, that always pop up okay <laughs> you can guess what it is it starts with B. It starts. It ends with S. BTS. So BTS is always like the number one reason recently. Um, yes. In 2021, we actually have you know on any YouTube channel, there's a channel trailer. Like right, 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 right. Welcoming new visitors. Hey, right, this right, is right. This kind of channel, and it, the current trailer asks visitors, "Why are you learning Korean?" Within the 10 seconds, the first 10 seconds, and the answers are always like BTS. because of BTS. Because I want to understand what they say on their show. Mm. So it's a huge motivation for many people. Okay. And I think it's a good thing because everybody needs a starting point. Right, right, right. right? So it's a very strong magnet as a starting point. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yes. Definitely. So that's that. And also friends, I think. A lot of Korean people who live overseas, work overseas, or study overseas, they are very proactive about making friends when they're there. Right. And they... They're not shy about injecting Korean culture into their friends' lives. Like, let's go eat this uh-huh. in this Korean restaurant uh-huh. in L.A. Uh-huh. Let's play this game, uh-huh. which is from Korea, uh-huh. together. Let's drink this kind of stuff uh-huh. together. So, yeah. Okay. 
Korean people being very active in their socializing, I guess, activities also helps. Now, you stated that you're not a native English speaker. No, I'm not. Then how is your English so <laughs> perfect, it's can not, I ask? It is not perfect. So have you studied abroad? Um, I wanted to, but I didn't have the opportunity. So I wanted to make up for the opportunity that I never had by just studying a lot, if that explains it. So you've, you've never studied abroad? No. I, You've learned Korean. I wish I had. In Korea. Yes. Okay, you're like huge motivation for like, <laughs> a lot of people. Because I feel one of the number one things that I've encountered with mm. Korean speakers especially mm-hmm. is they get really intimidated because they feel that their pronunciation uh, yeah. is never mm. there. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, coming from somebody from the U.S., I've never thought it was odd that somebody had a different accent or their pronunciation was never 100%. Mm -hmm. I think it's just Koreans are naturally perfectionists. (laughs) Um, But did you work on your pronunciation? Because I'd say that you sound more American than I do right now. (laughs) Do I? (laughs) I don't know. Um, I did work on my pronunciation. I actually spent more time with uh, my pronunciation than with listening. Okay. So I didn't spend too much time like listening to stuff that I didn't understand. Okay. Uh, if I read something and I was able to understand a written script, but I couldn't hear it and understand it, I knew that my pronunciation was the problem. Okay. I never expected these words to sound like this. Ah. So I didn't know the right sounds. Right, right, to right, make. right, 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 right. So I worked on my pronunciation on the side and I went back to the same script. I was able to perfectly understand it. Because I was able to produce it myself. Right. So you're hearing the sounds yeah, personally. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm not here to um, <laughs> boast my no, study no, no, skills. No, no, no. no. I'm just saying that I feel that can it's, do it. Yeah, it's a learning tactic. Yeah. So pretty much you did this on your own. You mm-hmm. didn't necessarily like go to a institute or hug one or something and mm. like had somebody do one because I feel that in any language Mm -hmm. um, if you're interested in a language the first thing you think of is a one-on-one tutor session to sit down and learn the language Mm -hmm. but I've and when I've been approached with these I've always found myself having trouble saying that if your heart is not in this Mm -hmm. I can talk to you in English five hours a day Mm -hmm. and you're never gonna get it exactly exactly um and so i would give them homework (laughs) that they weren't used to i'd be like watch your favorite drama Mm -hmm. with subtitles Mm -hmm. then come back watch it again without subtitles yeah yeah and then come back and tell me so we we can work on you know talking (laughs) but it never really works that way so how did you study did you like put a recorder up there i think this could really i feel inspire Mm. a lot of our listeners who might want to learn korean with your books or whatnot but just still on the side like with other things so this was a chance discovery okay um by accident so i went online when i was in high school so i was one of the first few thousand internet users in korea back then i'm an early adapter so, uh, yeah, I was using the internet and I saw this pen pal website, uh-huh. I think. So I found an email address. No, yeah, uh, an address. And I started exchanging letters with this friend in the U.S. But letters took forever to arrive back then. One month. Yeah, so At least. <laughs> at least one month. <laughs> I would write a letter. The, the letter will, uh, would arrive in one month, and then the answer would arrive in two months right, 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 from the time you. I wrote it. Right. So I th- thought, okay, instead of writing pages after pages of the same story, how about record it 
and sent the cassette, Audio. Uh, cassette tape. And I bought this 90-minute uh, cassette tape, blank tape, being very ambitious that I could talk for 90, 90 minutes. minutes. <laughs> you know, 90 minutes is <laughs> nothing, you know. <laughs> you know, you're you in radio. A, you watch a movie, 90 <laughs> minutes is nothing. Yeah, 90 minutes of monologue, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I started recording the first five minutes and I wanted to play it back and just listen to what I said. I didn't like the story, I didn't like the flow, but what I didn't like the most was my pronunciation. Wow. So I didn't realize how terrible my pronunciation was until I actually heard myself for the first time being played back to my ears. Yeah, because it's different than just saying it. Yeah. Like listening back to yourself you're, you're, is you're, very different. You're too busy saying the words <laughs> to listen. To, <laughs> right, just right, like right, right. a conversation with a friend. You're too busy talking, right? Right, right, so, right. So um, yeah, that's what I did. I, I tried recording my voice by chance and realized that I had to work on it. Ah. I worked on it for about a year and I, I was able to say everything I wanted to say. I was able to hear and understand everything people okay. were saying to me. Wow. Yeah. So you're kind of a firm believer that, you know, at least trying to record yourself, and it's so easy for us to do it now. Exactly. So yeah. Recording yourself is not a bad tactic to learn faster. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Uh, so we've got Mr. Sun in the studio today. <laughs> The rival of Peter. I think I'm going to just live on the fact that he's has some type of fun rivalry with Peter. I don't know why this is yeah. so much fun. But he's teaching us about his life. Uh, he's giving us some great tips on how to work on our Korean skills in language, I think, in general. Mm. So uh, stay tuned for more. Uh, if you have any more questions and messages for him, please continue to send those our way as well. Now, all about Korea. Korea. Arirang Radio. Our insider's in the studio. He's the founder of Talk To Me in Korean. Our listeners are asking some amazing questions today. And apparently you are not alone today when you visit us in the studio. You have a few co-workers with you. Exactly. I have uh, brought my wonderful co-workers, Hiju, Yerim, and Yeonu with me because they have been longtime Arirang radio listeners. And Hiju especially, she listens to your show when I think she should be working. <laughs> Because, you know, your show is... Good your, job! Yeah! Your show airs during our work hours. Exactly! Like, what, what is she doing? Anyway. Yes! So, uh, so you came so, to the source of the problem. Uh, yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> to resolve the problem with you. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to uh, show them this wonderful studio and introduce them to you. Yeah, well, mm. we're going to get a chance to say hi to each other afterwards. Exactly. So, but yeah, give a big shout out to them for joining us today. Mm. So lots of questions about the curriculum. Um, there's actually like a, a lot of thank you messages too. Mm. Ying from Malaysia saying, uh, I'm so excited for today's guest. I had a chance to study with teacher Hyunwoo uh, at a cafe in 2014. Wow. He's a fantastic mm -hmm. teacher. I speak five languages and I hope to be like him mm -hmm. one day. Oh, that's if you so speak sweet. five languages, you are already more than amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there, I want to kind of get into these questions that our listeners are sending in. So Olivia Loves Korean uh, from the USA is saying, uh, do you recommend to study vocabulary along with the books? Because it looks like that vocabulary is something that Olivia struggles with the most. Um, yes, um, you can. Um, whenever I get how related questions, I always answer, I answer like this. I always say one thing that is try to spend as much time as possible as you can physically spend on learning Korean. Okay. And that includes if you're like studying with grammar curriculums mm -hmm. and if you're studying with phrases, 
on the side, what what can you add? If you are studying, if you're spending like one hour every day studying grammar, you can't add one more hour of grammar study because it's the same. It's, it gets repetitive, and you need time to think and actually digest right. the knowledge. But adding vocabulary definitely helps because you can actually use. The vocabulary as an ingredient okay. to form new sentences, right? Using the grammar points that you learned, so right. definitely do everything like together, side by side. Really? Yeah. Okay. You can't only focus on just one aspect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So hopefully that helps Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. We. I don't know who the listener is from, but they are currently currently living in Korea, mm-hmm. and uh, these the, your books really helped me when I moved to Korea. And I don't know. Uh, I don't think I would be able to have the enough confidence to have even taken the topic tests without them. So there's a few questions that came in. So what do you think is the biggest bar- barrier, metaphorically, in front of people when they attempt to learn a new language? Mm. Most say that it's confidence, but do you agree that it is just confidence that is the biggest barrier for people? It is not only the confidence factor, but it is a huge barrier for okay. many people. And actually, there are realistic steps you can take to overcome that barrier. And uh, if you think about it, whoever around you who is... Anybody who is like confident in their language, like English or French or Spanish, they didn't need a lot of experiences, like that many experiences that gave them a confidence boost. True. They true. only needed like three or four, just five situations where people complimented on their pronunciation. Like, just oh, yeah, that yeah, is true. Yeah, positive affirmation. And I ask a lot of because I've also met a lot of um, Korean people learning mm-hmm. English. I ask them all the time, Do you, can you think of somebody who speaks better English than you? And they always say, yes, I can think of my best friend. I can think of my mm. boss. How, why do you think that person is, person's English is better than yours? Did you analyze everything they say? Did you pay an expert to, <laughs> to, analyze, analyze, it? It? to analyze it? Or did you just by coincidence hear them say, good morning one time <laughs> in English and that sounded better than you yeah and did you think that this person's starting mm. point or this person's position is forever better than yours mm. did you draw the line too quickly right and always the answer is yes so give yourself some opportunities uh-huh. maybe go to maybe deliberately join a beginner's league when you're like in the upper beginner league okay so go down a level yeah just to make yourself more confident it's it's a controllable thing um give yourself an opportunity to feel great about your korean okay it, it applies to any language you're learning okay i've strategically <laughs> applied it for myself whenever i wanted to improve my other language yeah it's kind of like being raised in like a Spanish household and then mm. taking Spanish in high school. It's like you get an easy A mm. almost. Yeah. So like it's like Koreans <laughs> taking Korean in college or high school. It's, yeah. it's like the same thing. It's, it's a very controllable thing. If you're watching Squid Game and you think that the Korean language used in that show uh, is too difficult for you, watch something else that's a little more slower than that show. Okay. And you will suddenly feel more confident. Right. So so it can be an animation, it can be a variety show, exactly. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like that a lot of our listeners are looking at styles of learning. This mm. is actually even in our script as well. Mm. So are you the just kind of naturally, oh, 
studying's easy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of sit there and study for hours to kind of bring something in. Or you're a little bit more of like a diverse uh, learner where like you need mm. new, uh, you know, extravagant things or a new push or a new way to mm. kind of get in, excited about I, I think learning. I, I have the um, SOS, like shiny object syndrome. So, did, did you know about Me that? Too. Yeah. Me <laughs> yeah. Too. So, whenever there's a new book teaching this language, <laughs> I have to buy it. I think <laughs> I'm a beginner learner of German, and I have already 20 books on my bookshelf in, in my house. Wow. So, I have to buy everything. So, I have to diversify my methods. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talented in learning, but I just try, try, and try. So, have you ever. kind of ventured off of so you've obviously made English something that you've tried to perfect over the years mm. but did you ever get like a itch to learn any other languages yes um, you know there are like 6,000 languages in the world um, and we only know about like maybe 10 20 of them but I want to one day learn Russian um, Arabic Okay. And Portuguese because it's so similar to uh, some other languages I know. And I just want to collect as many languages as possible. I don't feel the need to become perfectly fluent in all of them. But yeah, as many, you know, I mean, the more yeah, the merrier. It, obviously, because if you look at a random transcript, if you're able to read it instead mm. of just looking at pictures, yeah, it's yeah. a lot more entertaining to watch something. It makes me feel good about myself. Right, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, do you apply the same learning tactics that you put to English? Because I feel that mm. um, if you look at learning a language, I feel that you can take it from a very book standpoint, which I, I know that you've already protect, mm -hmm. perfected with your mm. uh, books that we have in the curriculum that you've put out. Mm. But, I mean, like, to you brought up Squid Game. To understand Squid Game, I feel that you would have to understand a lot of Korean culture. And yeah. I feel that a language is not just... vowels mm. and consonants and grammar mm. it's a little bit of the culture as yeah. well yeah you need to decide sort of early on whether you want to do this professionally do you want to be a professional translator okay then you better work really really hard to perfect every little imperfection you have okay in your target language okay but are you doing it as a hobby okay for me spanish is It's just a hobby. Okay. Like, I love it when I speak it. I'm happy when I'm able to understand somebody speaking Spanish. But if there are words I don't know, I don't care. <laughs> you know? Right. So, obviously, you're not... Even though you might have, like, a perfectionist side yeah. to work on and perfect yeah. it, you're not yeah. going to stress over... Exactly. It's just, okay. It's just a matter of, I guess... Hmm, discoveries. If and like you, balances in that. Yeah. Two people are watching the same show, Squid Game, and one person understands like 10 different aspects of our Korean culture. One person understands like two. Uh-huh. What's the problem? You know, this person can enjoy it a little more. That's right. fine. This right. person understands two things. That's fine too. So right. No stress. So you're pretty much, the goal in general is we could really easily stress ourselves out with language, but your goal is to pretty much make it fun. Yeah. And lessen the stress in any aspect possible. Yeah. I think more about just upgrading my brain. Okay. <laughs> Because, you know, new languages are like new chips. Yeah. 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 And it's just so much fun to kind of see new pieces yeah. to a puzzle. Exactly. Okay. Um, now, you, you do like lectures and you teach and you meet up with people and stuff like that. And 
I've tried teaching before, mm-hmm. and I bow down to all <laughs> teachers of the world because teaching mm. is so hard. Yeah. For I mean, it's a natural gift for some people, mm-hmm. but for others like myself, I don't know how you do not. Never mind. Um, <laughs> it's quite stressful, and it's yeah, not it easy. Um, I'm a very not organized person, so mm. to put an, an hour lecture together, I think I probably would be like mm. all over the place, mm. and the people listening would be like, "What is she doing?" <laughs> um, so, like, being a founder of something, but then also, you know, actually taking this on the road and you know teaching it and trying to spread it around. This is a very different thing. Mm-hmm. So. Did you find it was natural for you to be able to like teach or like what mm. is that? So it's partially natural. Okay. Um, for me, I- I've always enjoyed breaking things down. Okay. For other people who mm-hmm, mm-hmm. want to understand it better, whatever it is. I've also taught my younger friends, who b e is at college, breakdance too. So I've enjoyed. Wait, what? <laughs> so, uh, I've I've done too many head spins and too many flips, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. But um, I, whenever somebody wants to do a backflip, and I can see that they have the strength, leg strength, like shoulder strength, I want to teach. You know, so it's a natural thing for me. Okay, so you're naturally called to teach people. Okay, yeah, but um, teaching a language is different because right. you. If I hadn't learned English, I wouldn't have been able to teach Korean as effectively as I can now. Okay. But because I went from knowing nothing, not even speaking a single word of English, to being comfortable, I, I know the struggles of a learner. Because mm. I've, I've been there. Like, right, right, right. I, I learned English before the internet came around. So right. it was hard. Mm. <laughs> so, so because I know the struggles, I think uh, I, I can help, uh, help them out. Wow. Okay, so can we kind of... Come back to the break. Wait, what? You know how to break dance? Uh, so yes, yes, yes. You were a b boy. I I was. I am a hobbyist b boy uh, dad too. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. So obviously, if you know how to break dance or you're a b boy, uh, wait. Then teaching and making this company was probably not the first thing you wanted to do in life. So what did so, you want to originally do in life? Um, originally. Like I still want to eventually, when I if I could retire <laughs> early, I want to open a gym for like 40, 50 year olds whose dream is to do a backflip in their life, like for once in their life lifetime. I want to ha- have a kind of a physical education school of my own, like for people who are not talented. You know, anybody can do it, kind of thing. So uh, I'm interested in that, but. Um, it, yeah, I, I, I thought teaching languages is more pressing of a matter. <laughs> so, okay, when you open that gym, we need you back into the studio. <laughs> okay, in about in about five six years. Yeah, no, that's plenty of time. Okay. We're gonna have you back in the studio and talk about that later on. Uh, a lot of our listeners are sending in uh, questions and messages. They're really just loving our conversation today. A lot nice. of our listeners are also comparing their pronunciation, mm. stuff that they don't understand and stuff like that. So, fam, now's your time to ask. If you want to learn uh, the maybe nice uh, quick tips that you could learn a better language or learn Korean faster, understand it faster, how to get more information on his stuff, I'm in London. I'm in Australia. Tokyo. The Philippines. Finland. Indonesia. New York. Arirang Radio. Radio. Now live in Seoul.
It's Insider Day here on K-Pop, and it's the second hour of the show. I'm your host, Isak, and we have our insider in the studio. He is the founder of Talk To Me In Korean, and we've got lots of questions. He's going to be an idol for a few moments in just a <laughs> few seconds. But I wanted to get to this question uh, before we go today, because I feel that once we start getting into the idol questions, it's going to be really hard to come back to this. Mm-hmm. Will from Canada, who's one of our loyal listeners, uh, seems to be very... Uh, kind of discouraged Mm. when they want to learn Korean and they pick up a book and they start off with just sentences. It's just like throwing sentences in their face and it's just already too hard Ah, for them. So they don't go past those books. And I'm kind of looking at an elementary level learning Mm -hmm. uh, to kind of start from the beginning and start fresh. So it's asking if the level one books that you have are like this. Are they set up for like beginning, beginning or like where do we start? Okay, so my short answer is yes. Okay. Definitely. Uh, because we mm, designed our curriculum to be in a format that's easily digestible okay. for people who are studying on their own, just like Will. Okay. And uh, yeah, we don't throw sentences at learners and expect them to memorize them because memorizing sentences that are random and not like relatable um, doesn't mean anything right. <laughs> after like right. five minutes. So. Everything is easy to follow, at least I believe so. And uh, you just learn one phrase today and one other, another phrase in the next lesson. And then everything is connected. It's all linear. Okay. So you don't learn how to say, I'm pleased to meet you in the first lesson. You just learn, hello, thank you in the first lesson. In the next lesson, you learn how to say yes and no. And then building upon what you learned previously, you will feel like you can understand more and more your territory is expanding. Right, right, right. In a visible way. So, yeah, I I would, yeah. Okay, so it does take you step by step. So that might Mm -hmm. be some motivation for you, okay. Totally recommendable. All right, Hannu, you are an idol for today. So think you're an idol for today, and no, we're going to do I'm an X, EXO quiz because a lot of idols do this these days. Yeah, so I'm going to an X yes. to that idol comment. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a few questions. You're going to say, oh, if you agree with it, and oh. X if you don't. We'll listen to your explanation okay. of the answer afterwards. All right. So you seem to be a, a language genius, is what they call them. <laughs> um, so you feel that, yeah, I do have like a natural knack for languages. Oh, if you think X, X if you think no. He makes it seem so easy. <laughs> okay, next question is, there is still more languages I would really love to learn. Three, yeah, two, one. Yes. Okay. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, you did talk about b-boying. Uh, other than just, you know, the gym you talked about, would you love to kind of just kind of go back to it? Maybe just for like one performance, like do a showdown. Three, two, one. Yes. Oh, <laughs> wow. Look at that. Uh-huh. Um. Not just in regards to, you know, like learning Korean or any type of learning station. You, would n- you wouldn't mind being like at a variety show in Korea. Three, two, one. No. <gasps> no. <laughs> and uh, since you are kind of spreading hunger to the world, do you wish that there would be more people like this popping up and kind of joining the army? Yes or no? Three, Com- two, one. Competition? Kind yeah. of. Yes. Okay, competition, <laughs> yes. Okay, so you do feel like you are you have a natural knack to languages. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't learn automatically. I don't learn more easily than other people. I have a terrible memory. But I, I do have a natural knack for breaking down sounds. Oh. So I, I do get, uh, have people saying to me when I mimic a language that I don't know, I sound okay. So okay. I, I'm at a 
better starting point, I would say. Okay, okay. So you're, I think your ear is open to like yeah, different, different sounds mm. because I grew up with like three different dialects around me okay. uh, of Korean, Gwangju, Busan, Seoul. Oh wow! So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but still have to spend just the same amount of time into learning grammar, learning okay. vocabulary. Okay. So, yeah. so you feel that you get a jump start just with the ear. But I feel that he was telling us earlier about like recording yourself. I mm. think that could probably kind of help you guys exactly. out if you want to gain that ear. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did mention some of the languages that you wanted to learn uh, more earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm kind of curious, though. You know how they say that when you fall in love, like, you know, when we have like in, interracial or uh-huh. different uh, lingual yeah. couples, uh-huh. do you feel that love or maybe the love for BTS or like mm. that, that passion helps somebody learn a language? Well, your love for a group you like or, or an, an artist or an artist group you like is different from the romantic relationship you have with someone because, yes, uh, having love for an artist or artists can help you learn the language more diligently. Okay. But being in a romantic relationship doesn't guarantee it automatically because I've seen so many international couples around me who basically resort to one language. They do. Yeah, one person just improving the other person's language and the other person not improving at all. Right. I've never met any couple that improved Both. Two, two languages right, right, at the right, same right, time. Right, 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 right. It never happens. Yeah, there's always going to be a dominant language. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one person is the beneficiary <laughs> and the other person is the benefactor. <laughs> right, right, so. right, right, right. Okay. So any of you who wanted to find love and date somebody and learn Korean automatically, it might not work. Grab that spot. Right. Like, first yeah like you want to be the learner okay <laughs> not the teacher right because in the end you might be ending up just teaching them english and then you never speak korean and you it's just what's gonna happen um so if you were to give the chance to like this weekend do a b-boy showdown you'd be able to do it yes i i still i'm, I'm more into uh acrobatics these days not oh, just wow. b-boying so i go to the gym like once a week I'm going tonight uh, to do flips and um, twists, kicks. So, yeah, I'm down. (laughs) That's so cool. I feel that gymnastics, too, is not a very popular sport. And so if anybody does it around me, it's just like, that's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's also very similar to language learning. You just break it down. and Take it step by step. Analyze it. Yes. Okay, so you really was breaking stuff down and like analyzing things. This is so cool. So no variety shows. You're not interested in Running Man or You Kids or any of these like variety shows. I'm very boring. No, you're not. <laughs> Do you am. know how many times I laughed today during this interview because you are so witty? And... Uh, my coworkers wrote a script for me before this show. Like I'm just reciting their words. After this, I'm out. No, you're not. I totally went off script today. That's there's the a reason I brought lie. three people with me. <laughs> See, I'm laughing. You're not. Yeah. Okay. Um, Last but not least, you want some more rivalries uh, in the business. I mean, uh, not for myself or my own benefit, but for learners. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when they have a wider range of choices, uh, they will understand how wonderful Talk to Me in Korean Mm. is. Right. Right. (laughs) Just, yeah, just throwing out there. Yeah, throwing that out there. So any more competition, if you want to try to beat this, try it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. We've already come to actually the end of the show. Yeah. Hopefully we can get you back on the show like as a weekly guest or something. I can't promise right now. uh, (laughs) Look at him like that. Just like, 
I don't know. My, I have but to my I, schedule. I, I would love to be back. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get you back uh, later down the lane. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Did you enjoy today's interview? I hope you did. If you want to catch us live, don't forget to catch us live every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m. Korea Standard Time. And we are always waiting for your questions too, so don't miss out. If you missed the live broadcast, you can always go back and check out our VOD service and our AOD service through our homepage or our application that is free. Don't miss out on power interviews with yours truly, DJ Isak, everyone. Wednesday.